Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8 and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Earthworm Jim 2 on Super Nintendo. Earthworm Jim 2 was released in November of 1995 in North America for both the Super Nintendo and the Genesis. It was also released in Europe in November of 1995 on the Super Nintendo and quickly soon after in December on the Genesis. Hot on the heels. So they got it the same month we did. Cranking it out, man. Unbelievable. Now I think we know that's because, as we found... This was not a Japanese developed or published game. It's true. It's true. And speaking of the Japanese, uh, they got this game for the Sega Channel in September of 1996. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was uh, released only on that download service. Crazy. Very strange. Now, this game was also released for the Sega Saturn. Okay, I remember it being out for that. Yeah, MS-DOS, the PlayStation 1. And the Game Boy Advance. Oh, wow. I knew it was on a lot of systems, but that's ridiculous. Yes, and of course, it is a sequel to Earthworm Jim 1. Which we uh, have neglected to do first because it's so hard. Uh, (laughs) It is ridiculously hard. Now, this game uh, and the first one were the brainchild of Doug Tenneple and David Perry. Okay. So they worked on these two, but none of the others. And they were both on Shiny or... Uh, they seem to be more writers from TV and other things than anything else. Okay. So when this game was released, it was released alongside a deluge of Earthworm Jim 2 stuff. Okay. I so mean, it came out with a cartoon. Right, right. And action figures. I remember this as well. It was really weird to see, like, uh, I guess a non Mario or Sonic game, like, be able to grow up out of video games into other media. Well, this game was made in association with uh, Playmate Toys. Yeah. So I think that was part of the idea, not uh, due to its success. Right, right. Fresh! Funky! So, Nick, what kind of game is uh, Earthworm Jim 2? Uh, well, um, it's kind of a, a lot of different types of games. Uh, it's sometimes a 2D side-scrolling action-adventure game. Yeah, you get like three levels of it, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, and then three, it is... Also, I would say like a collection of, of mini games. It, it is. It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a strange beast. Now, when you are in those traditional levels, you are Earthworm Jim, and he can do a lot. Yeah, you have like... Uh, you've uh, got your jump. You've got a jump. Uh, and that is a Mario-style jump. Mm-hmm. you got, you know, control over your height. And it's pretty squirrely. You can move around a lot in that, that arc. Yeah, it gives you a good amount of freedom. Definitely. Now, uh, can he duck? I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember even trying to be honest with you. It doesn't I don't think really he can, require. But he can block. Oh yeah. What do yeah. you do to block? Uh, you press up remember. and Y. Oh, we're okay. Or I X. <laughs> and he will bring his arms together in the middle, and like a manta ray style shield will come out of his oh, gauntlets. Oh, I got you. Okay. I. Uh, I don't know if that's in the instruction book, but I figured that one out. I don't remember seeing it, so. But it might be. I do remember seeing something referring to a Manta maneuver, but... There you go. 
Now, he can still whip like he could in the first one. Yeah, you whip your worm head out. So I guess we did uh, drop the ball there. When you are Earthworm Jim, you are a standard earthworm. Yeah, it's like he's a worm who goes into the spacesuit and gets souped up. Yeah, so he is in a spacesuit that is his super suit, and that gives him all of his powers. So when you whip, it's strangely you pulling yourself out of your suit to hit people. Yeah. But this whip can go in uh, eight directions, and it's, it's fairly useful. Hurts and or stuns enemies. Yep, yep. Now, you also have a companion with you named Snot. Yes, the Snot. Yeah, he. it, it gives you some like kind of grapply power. Yeah, well, you also get a a, um, a glide from him. Yeah, yeah. Which a glide I never used. I rarely did. Um, there was, these are, these are like, the glide is a an update of in the first one, you had like a helicopter head move you mm-hmm. could do that's similar, but I don't even, there's only a few places it really requires it, I think. Yeah, but the biggest problem is that the glide is done by jumping and then hitting the attack button. Yeah, it's weird because you don't really... Uh, you don't attack in the air, really. You know, no, like, you can't can you attack whip? in the air. You, you can't whip. You or... can whip in the air. Okay, but it's kind of delayed, so it's really hard to aim it when you're jumping. Yeah, I can see that. Now, as you said, snot will also allow you to grapple. So if you jump and then hit jump again, mm-hmm. you know the tendril of snot will fling out of your backpack yep. and allow you to grapple along any specific spots on the ceiling that are also snot covered. Yeah, so keep your eyes peeled for snot. Yes, uh, this game is full of 90s gross-out uh, jokes and humor. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I did find that to be a little uh, awkward, the grapple there. I agree, it's kind of hard. I mean... The timing on when you release uh, your grapple beam, snot beam, hook, or whatever... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just very awkward. It doesn't come out as soon as you would think. No, you gotta... And it, it's weird because you're cutting your jump short when you're switching over to it kind of so mm-hmm. it can be tricky to balance your way up and it shoots you. out at a kind of a shallow angle as well so you really yeah. have to be close to what you're trying to grapple to yeah yep now along with all of those wonderful abilities of course earthworm jim has quite the arsenal oh yes you start with your standard gun i think it has a name uh i only saw it as standard machine gun okay I apparently know, uh, neither of us know it but um... it is a uh, <laughs> rapid fire gun but all the guns in this game, save one, uh, use ammo. Yeah, you have a ton of... Uh, it gives you a pretty good amount, too, uh, to start with. Is it a 1,000? Mm-hmm. And you can get... Uh, anytime you see a little picture of the gun, it's worth 250 ammo. So. Okay. Now, the guns, I think all of them shoot in eight directions as well. Yes. And this gun does shoot rapid fire. Um, yeah, you can just hold it down. So. I find that it takes care of almost all the enemies you encounter. Therefore, yeah. I really didn't use much of the other guns i i didn't either um because you know it's it shoots so fast and the enemies aren't that tough so you know it's they're fun but i mean i found myself saving them for something that never showed up so yeah boss battles that that i was never part of yeah they're now the uh, next gun you can get is the three finger gun and that turns three of your fingers into guns and you shoot out like you know you got it's kind of a spread yeah it's just a three shot spread it's pretty useful uh, when you use it, you know. Obviously. Well, you don't have to aim. Yeah. So, so. it's nice. <laughs> it's nice. Now, Jim can hang from ledges and from wires or yes. ropes. And this is a good gun for when you're on the ropes, I feel like. Oh, for sure. It doesn't really require any aiming. You can just stop and fire a couple bursts, keep moving on. Yep, yep. Up next, we have the bubble gun. And yeah. And I don't think I ever got it. 
Oh, I got it. Um, you can find one. I think even in the first level, it's. I don't know when it's used. They even make a joke about it in the instruction manual about like it'll be good at some point. Well, if I did get it, I never used it. So please explain. Well, just little bubbles float out. So like small, very small. I don't even know if they do any damage. They don't go far. They just kind of float up. So I, I mean, I'm sure there's some area where you maybe I don't know. You can use it for something, but I never did. All right. Well, definitely a little bit more useful are the homing missiles. Yeah. And, and this is a gun that looks like a house. Yeah. A lot of the guns are pretty big, too. But this one, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It looks like a house. <laughs> well, the homing missile. Wah, wah, wah. It, uh, it does exactly what you'd think. But you can only hold, what, 10 shots of this? I th It's not very much. Um, and much like the other guns, I barely used it. So, I mean, I'm sure there are areas where it would be very handy, but I just didn't even, you know, think about it. Now, did you use the barn blaster? Um, accidentally, several times. Uh, you automatically switch to whatever gun when you pick one up. So that's usually when I was like, oh, whoops, I'm on this gun. And this one was like, kaboom, and it destroys everything on the screen. Yes, I was in that same boat. So I got to see what most of these guns did for at least one or two rounds. Yeah, but then yeah. I would just switch back to my thousands and thousands of ammo on the standard gun. Yeah, yeah. Now, the only other uh, gun to note would be the electro gun. And that's used in one level. Yeah. And it is uh, no ammo. It's infinite, and it just is used to dig, basically. Yep. To destroy dirt. I don't know what its range is. It's, I guess it's full screen. It's just, I mean, the sprite doesn't go that far. So but I don't it goes know. further than the sprite, so it's a little confusing. I oh, never sure, really sure. knew where it was hitting, to be honest with you. I just would move up and down and kind of okay. spray. I mean, pray. if you just hold one direction, you can kind of see where it's, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. burrowing into in that level so yeah now there are a lot of items you can pick up in the game as well uh there's your standard health items and those are um represented by atoms yeah a little like blue it's got a little electro ringy things coming off i don't know that would it's be like the electron or yeah oh, okay yeah <laughs> now if uh you need more health than that because that only gives you each one of those little atoms only gives you four percent yeah you see a lot of them though and you have a, a health gauge that you know, standard 100%, yep. just as points. Yes, sir. Now, the super boost, or whatever it is, it's a red version of these atoms, and it will fill you to 100%. Yes, it's nice. Very nice. But then even better than that is Chip Buddy. Yeah. And what does this look like? Uh, I think it looks like a sandwich. Yeah, like I thought it was a sandwich as well. But when I hear Chip Buddy, I think of like Nutty Buddies or something. But I, whatever right. it is, it extends your life meter up to 200%. Yeah, and fills it to that, that point. So that is wonderful. I don't care what you are, Chip Buddy. You're good in my book. Yeah. Now, you can also get free men in this game, and uh, they are the standard portrait of the hero. Yep, facial portrait. So you will find ammo uh, refills throughout the levels, and those just look like a bullet. Yeah. And they will refill whatever gun you're currently holding. Yeah, so you can spread it out if you want more ammo on other guns, or just get them if you don't really care. Yeah, that's pretty much what I did. And then uh, there's a couple other weird things you can get, uh, one of which is a series of flags. Yeah. There's an earth, a worm, and a gem flag. And if you get all three of them in the same level, it unlocks like a password to come back to that level. Yeah, because you'll be dying to get back to these levels, I promise. <laughs> there are some other items that are just uh, in specific stages, such as a turbo engine. Mm -hmm. Increase your speed in the flying stages. And the extra time, which you'll need in the digging stage. Yes, yes. And there's uh, mealworms for the bonus games in certain stages as well. Yeah, and 
I don't even understand how those work at all. So I guess we'll discuss that when we uh, get to the levels. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, there's also the can of worms. Yes. What is the deal with that? Uh, there are continues. Oh, okay. That now explains the continues to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Whoopee! So, Nick, what was your personal history with this game? Um, uh, I definitely, I'm pretty sure I beat it. Uh, I remember renting it, and I, I don't think I beat it when I rented it, but, uh, you know, I was a, a fan of the first game and wanted to like it, but I couldn't get past uh, some pretty early stages because it was so hard, so. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm in the same boat. Uh, I played the first one, I rented it, and that was even a uh, best friend sleepover rental. Oh, and nice. we could not penetrate. I think it's it's level two or three. It's something pretty early on. The water level with the, yeah. with the glass bubble you're in? Like, mm-hmm. that's as far as I remember getting it, it was really hard. <laughs> um, and then this game, I, I felt burnt. I was like, man, those games are cool, but hard. So I'm just going to stand out. And therefore, I never played this one. Okay. I had, uh, yeah, I played it. I, I, like I said, I remember playing it. And then yeah, I'm pretty sure I beat it or at least watched my friend uh, Bill beat it in high school. So. All right. Funky. So then what was your more recent experience with this game? Um, I was able to beat it um, in about four different plays. Uh, I would stop. After I beat a couple levels and got a password, that was my goal usually for a night, was I was like, as long as I can get a password on one of these stages, I can come back here, start from there, so yeah. I don't have to start all over. I played three times, and they were all fairly long uh, plays. And, uh, yeah, for me, it was just slowly butting my head on the wall forward, because mm-hmm. I didn't know about these passwords, and I never got any of them. Okay, well, see, I would, when any time you get, to, I would get to, like, another side-scrolling stage, I was like, I gotta find the password here because right. I don't know where it is in a lot of the other ones. So I, towards the end there, was just just trying to get through this game any way I could. Sure, sure. Uh, so I used all of the cheats that are available in the game. Well, there are a lot, too. There's a great list of them. There's too many to even go over. But if you're having trouble, there are ways to refill ammo, health, you name it. So, you know, find that cheat list, and you can enter them all in the pause menu. So, yeah, so if you're just having a rough time or, you know, in-game, you can you can fix it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, let's put it this way. X select X A, X select X B. <laughs> That's how many times I put that one in. Okay. That's full health. Okay. And then select X six times select is full ammo. Nice. Those are your two big ones. Yeah, Definitely yeah. help you out there in the last two levels. Yeah, yeah. Groovy! So, Nick, this is a Super Nintendo game. It is. And having a... This illustrious uh, tie-ins left and right. I've got to think that this has a good instruction manual. Eh, I mean, for the most part, it's all right. Um, you get about 20 pages. Uh, it is full color, and you mm-hmm. have a lot of good, like, promotional artwork in it from, you know, some stock images, but, you know, Psycho and, and Earthworm Jim, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, and they all look pretty good and stuff. It's has a, a lot of color screenshots and, uh, you know, silly, sarcastic jokes like... You have the table of contents, mm-hmm. and, you know, it has your stuff, and then contents of table, and it's like, uh, legs, you know, top, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Table of continents, it lists all the continents, you know. They have a bunch of pro tips at the bottom of the state, and some of them are, like, fake, where it's like, press start to warp to the first level, or you can use the controller to move Jim around, neato, you know, wah, wah. Wow. So, it's got a lot of that. There's no enemy section, which kind of sucks, and, uh... It has, you know, it lists all the items and, you know, the the guns, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't show you pictures of them or the icons, so it's kind of hard to tell what they are in-game. But, yeah. um, Does it explain what you're doing, like, why you're in this game, and or, like, you know, how the different levels work? 
Uh, well, it's what it is, is uh, the story is that, you know, after the first game, it's like you're trying to get Princess What's-Her-Name to like you, and she eventually does, and then Psycho kidnaps her and takes her away, and he's, like, trying to take her to this, like, it's like a Las Vegas star planet or something to go get a, a, a quick marriage, and you uh, gotta, you're trying to rescue the princess, basically. And Nick isn't forgetting, the character's name is Princess What's-Her-Name. Yeah, yeah. That's really about it. Uh, it does have uh, two memo pages at the back, but uh, and lots of uh, you hey. know they have a bunch of credits. They thank Playmates Toys. So nice. And that memo page, those would be a good place to write those codes you get from getting all three flags. That's true. That's true. So, but yeah. So you got it, it's a decent book, but it could have been better. Way cool. Well, once again, we find ourselves in the general chat portion of our show, and I'll begin by saying, "What the heck is this game?" I mean. <laughs> I mean, for real. And that's literally, I wrote down those two sentences. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, last week was the extreme side of the 90s. And this is the weird, surreal side of the 90s. Yeah, it's, this, you know, we kind of started talking before the podcast where it's like, this is a very Ren and Stimpy-ish vibe, you know? Yeah, I mean, I definitely understand the influences they had. And then they wanted to go to like the next level. I just feel like maybe they went too far past that next level. I mean, it's not Booger Man, but uh, there's... <laughs> no. This this game actually reminds me a lot of a, a, a more well-executed Battletoads. Oh, yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you do have the... You know, in Battletoads, it was like the beat-em-up levels where you're like, that's the game I want to play. Mm -hmm. But then it has all these other, you know, other ones. And this one, at least the... Uh, the non-side-scrolling stages are a little more well-developed. Yeah, and th there's parts of them that are fun. So it's not just a horrible, horrible uh, gauntlet. But, you know, I do really respect that the makers of this game wanted to switch things up, to change the levels, and not be tied to just the 2D side-scrolling. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure this is exactly how I want that. I, um, it's, uh, you know, it's got its moments. It's not... Uh... I don't know. Sometimes, you know, the, the wacky humor gets a little tiresome, but sometimes, I, you know, I legitimately laugh. Like, I love Jim's voice. There's a lot of great sounds in this. There's a lot of great voice sound effects. I don't know about some of the other ones. Um, in well, fact, there is one of the worst sound effects in all of gaming, I feel like, in this game. Oh, really? And that is when you encounter the filing cabinets. Oh, yeah. I don't don't like that one. Or the, the kaboom, like the big... Yeah, I just mean it was like a horrible cacophony, and if, if they were... You know, be stuck in these certain situations. I mean, it was just annoyingly loud and, and just over and over again. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, you know, we talked a little before the show, and I think we're on really different pages with this game in some ways. Yeah, uh, so maybe. So <laughs> my next note was that I thought this game was hard, like really hard, hard and obtuse. I often didn't know what I was being asked to do, like okay. what, what, how to complete the goal of the level. Okay, well, I mean, in some levels, it can. Uh... You I mean, know. in turn, you've played this before. That's so true, that's true. You've seen what you're supposed to do. Where there are certain bosses in this game that you don't even fight. Yeah, well, I mean... And if you fight them, you're rarely, just doing it wrong. They're rarely bosses, actually, so, you know? Correct. But, you know, you would always get back to that 2D side-scrolling, and it was what I wanted. That is the, the game that is good. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked more of those levels, personally. I would have liked a lot more of those levels. Uh, they gave you so much to do and so many ways to control your character and so many weapons, but I felt like I never used them and I never had a chance to even use half his moveset. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I always had fun since there's so much hidden, at least in those levels. Like, there's just tons of extra, you know, power-ups and stuff to roam around to find. There is, but I was, you know, constantly worried about falling to my death and or 
you know, just getting trapped in an area with some enemies that were just going to whittle me down, and it would just be a waste of my time. I don't... Where where are falling deaths? I don't remember. There are. There I, are falling I, deaths in this game. I'm trying to remember why, because I, I, don't, I don't know if I... Uh, anytime there is a rope you're uh, going across, and then um, there are a few pits later on, uh, yeah, not I'm... only in the level with the cows, but in the weird food level. Oh, yeah. But level we'll get eight. to all that, well, I'm guessing maybe right now. Yes. Tender. Way cool! Because I think we're about to take this game level by level. Starting with level one, anything but tangerines. Yes. I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> if that's a reference, it's lost on me. But, you know, this starts you out with your standard 2D side-scrolling, get your feet wet and understand the game. Yeah, the it's a weird-looking level. You have these weird kind of like hills and trees. Yeah, uh, and that's, that's another one of my problems with this game is it's so busy that it's really hard to tell like where you're supposed to go. Yeah, a lot of this stuff looks like you might be able to jump on it, but it's just part of like the foreground or well, background. And they use this to their advantage to hide things and to create secret paths to mm -hmm. areas of power-ups. But for a lot of times, I'm just like, I guess I'm going right, keep jumping right. Yeah, and I mean, I would just wander around and just see where, you know, sometimes you can just move through an area that's like in the shadows. Or I will say, though, it has an awesome-looking waterfall in the background. No, I will agree with you. That looks great. But you know what? It's not great. The old lady part. Oh, which which one? Because uh, there's two. The like, second one. But yeah. so in this level, you encounter um, old ladies on the powered stair lifts. Yeah, um, you'll you a lot gremlins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you have to jump on their lap, and then or no, you jump on a chair they're not in, and then and you have to avoid them. Yeah, they, they fall. fall, and you can like decelerate or accelerate. But if one of them hits you, you're going all the way back to the bottom and starting again. Yeah. The the first one's not that because there's only no. like three or four, but not at all. The but second that second one, one, yeah, I did redid that at least three or four times. Really, I mean, it's optional. Like, oh. there's a split where it's like Granny, and there's an arrow. If you go up there and you do it, there's like a one up at the top. Yeah, I got it, it. And it brings you back. And there's like some guns you can get, but if you just keep going left, you can actually skip it. Oh. But because my I, advice would be to skip it. Yeah, I would because it's totally not worth it. Like, no, there's a one up, but it's like to get it, you have to jump off and go all the way down and mm -hmm. start it over again. So yeah, and if you get hit by any of those grannies, they do take off uh, ten or twenty percent. Yeah, so it's it's not worth it. But the second one, anyways, you, you got to do the first one. But yeah, yeah. Now the main enemy you're going to be fighting in this level are flying octopi. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell what they were at first. I was like, are those blobs or like? snot creatures but they die real quick yeah they're very easy <laughs> and then you also want to watch out for some random electric chairs throughout the level touch yes. those you will take off what 10 some yeah about 10 it's a hazard you want to avoid and then in this first level you will also be um exposed to the snot swinging areas mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and while this level can be a bit confusing you know you just keep pressing forward we're not going to get into the details of what you do part to part to these maps because some of them are huge yeah that's uh the, the maps are very big and there's lots to just check out you have no timer so you not know, in this it can level. be worth it but well no no that's yes and you know this is a classic uh 90s what some people would call warehouse style level where you have a giant room but then it's broken up with walls and levels yeah, yeah. Then you have to go left and right, back and forth, all the way up and around. Weave to to your end. way, yeah. But if you do weave your way to the end, you find your first boss. Yeah. And uh, what is this boss's name? I can't remember. They're it's not... a goldfish. In I a know. Bowl. I remember him from the first one where he's, you know, he's got the cats, mm -hmm. you know, they carry him around. But yeah. In this one, though, you actually don't have a fight with this boss. 
No, it does like a kind of a fake out, like mortal. You know, you get like a Mortal Kombat fight thing, and then right. you just grab him and eat him. So it's over. I, I thought that was uh, funny enough. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Uh, and then you're treated to your first of many gross cow scenes. <laughs> now, uh, in these interstitials between levels, a pair of cows will tell you you've done a good job or something like that. Yeah. And then one of them will creepily smile in the background. Yeah, and um, by hitting different buttons, they make different like effects. So like, you mess around with that for a few seconds. I don't know if that is that hiding loading time. Is that even? You know, I'm not sure. I do know that um, my children were really creeped out by them. So <laughs> I, I'm probably going to take a screenshot of those and use them some point to torture them in the future. You should. You should. But after you deal with those creepy, creepy cows, you're on to level two, Lorenzo's soil. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Every child of the 90s wanted to play a level that was a name parody of a Susan Sarandon drama about a dying child and the new Lorenzo's oil medical procedure used to save him. Okay, I was going to say, I've never seen the... I know one of the game creators or somebody's last name is Lorenzo. Mm -hmm. So I think that was part of the... Yeah. You know, that's where they, they came up with that. I, my theory. Anyways. I'm pretty sure this quote-unquote joke was lost on about 90% of the audience. Uh, it, it was to me until today. I was like, I know of that movie. Or should I say 99? <laughs> but in Lorenzo's soil, you're in a, in a crazy weird level. You are underground in mm -hmm. the soil, which is fitting for Earthworm Jim. Yeah, yeah. But you can't dig with your mouth and spitting out, you know, right. soil from your whatever. The business end. Instead, you have a laser gun. It is the aforementioned whatever gun from earlier. Yeah, it looks like it's like... Electro. It looks gun. like lightning like, mm -hmm. kind of coming out. And it's a really cool mechanic. You shoot any soil that is built up on the ceiling, walls, and piles, and it will fall down or flow down to a lower area. Yeah, so you are slowly working your way upwards by, you know, destroying the ceiling and then extending the floor up, essentially. Now... I thought this level was really cool. At least the mechanic was. What's yeah. not cool is that you really have no clue where you're going. Yeah, I mean, you're just you're going up vaguely, you know. Yeah, vaguely. But there was no signage. There's nothing to really let you know you're making any progress. Well, there's more enemies. to dead ends, but yes, exactly. Yeah, they're a little like uh, I don't I don't remember what they're called. They're like little uh, larva. Or yeah, something. little pupa larva, whatever. They're crawling around, but they're nothing. They <laughs> take half a second of your electron beam, and they're dead. Yeah, yeah. The ones you really got to watch out for are the ants. Yeah, and they carry babies sometimes. And mm -hmm. uh, But the ants are not too bad once you realize that also like the hazards in the level, the fire jets, mm -hmm. if you shoot above them, falling dirt will cover up the ant hole yeah. or the fire jet. Yeah, so then you don't have to worry about them. No, and so much of this level is just digging and jumping. Yeah, I mean, you you do have a 90-second time limit. You're looking for stopwatches to refill that. and uh, That bit me once or twice. I got pretty close a couple times, but I was always just barely able to. I was like, okay, well, now i got to go down and go back there, this other split. You know, There was one part where I literally could not figure out how to get out of. Oh, yeah? I got down into an area, and then I could not get out. I just had to die. Oh, crazy. Okay. I haven't. It was on the leftish side of the screen, if that helps anyone. Avoid the left, mm -hmm. just keep going up. Never go down. That's my advice. Yeah. I mean, I made the mistake of going down. This was a level where any of the exploring I did was on accident. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's stuff to find, of course, and there seem to be plenty of stopwatches. So you yeah, should as, be able to get through it. Pretty. As long as you're going up, that's the key. You know, no one told me. So I was trying to explore all over. Down is bad. Oh, right. It, well, yeah. Because at the top, that's where your second boss is. Yeah, Pedro Pupa. Okay, he's got a name. He is a pupa riding a unicycle. 
Yeah, and he spits out other, or he'll eat you mm-hmm. and do, uh, I don't know, what, 20, 15, it, 20%? I it's around know. there. It's not horrible. You can jump over him, and that's what you have to do. Uh, I still found this boss to be a little difficult. I did yeah, die yeah. in him. Yep. yep. And uh took me a while to figure out you really have to spend most of your energy avoiding him, not shooting him. Yeah, um, I would just try to... I was like jump over him, and then when he's going the other way, so you know, I used my head whip here, mm. which I don't know if that's any strength difference between that and the gun, but I don't know. It seemed faster because he was at weird angles, kind of. Yeah, because he's going up and down this little like valley. Well, whether you shoot him or whip him with your head, either way, hopefully you can take out this pupae, and the level will be over. Now, when you end a level, a uh, plank. And a fulcrum fall from the yeah, sky. It's like a little seesaw thing. Yes. And Earthworm Jim stands on one end of it, throws a weight to the other, and it gets launched out of the level. Yeah. And sometimes there's different ones where it breaks or falls on you. Right. Different uh, shenanigans. Oh, yes. And shenanigans abound because next up is level three, Puppy Love. Yes. The first of the Puppy Love levels. Oh, God. That's what I wrote. <laughs> uh, not a fan. Not a yeah. fan of Andy's levels. First of all, the music, while at first is great, repeats on like a 25-second loop. I'm not sure what the, yeah. And I, if you're not familiar, the song they play was once used in a McDonald's commercial. Yeah, for the... And <laughs> the lyrics to that commercial are forever stuck in my head. And whenever I hear that song, that's all I can hear. And when that song repeats every 25 seconds, I'm constantly singing to myself. <laughs> it's a pizza, happy meal, pepperoni and cheese. I mean, Lord, it was driving me insane. I had to turn the music down. Uh, fair enough, man. Uh, see, I like the music here, so I'm in that camp. Now, the other thing that really bothers me about this level is what is it? What's happening? Who is that dog? Well, that's, There's a dog on the right. Yeah, he's from the first one. It's Petey Puppy. Okay, well, Petey Puppy is on one side. Psycho is on the far left. Yes. And Psycho is dangling puppies out of a window and then tossing them cavalierly into the pavement. Yeah, it's from what I understand, this is a uh, psycho is kidnapped. They say, I think it's like 600 of these like puppy orphans. Okay. And he's throwing them out, and you're trying to bounce them over to the dog to save them from splattering all over the ground. And you have a large marshmallow. That's what you're moving to bounce them along. And if you miss, they do make a wonderfully gross splat. Yeah, yeah. It actually made me feel bad. Yeah, no, and they're little cute puppies and stuff. Like, one of the things, okay, and they kind of remind me of, this level reminds me of Courage the Cowardly Dog a lot. Because mm. the way the houses look, and it's like the background, and, I mean, they're pink puppies, I guess. That's well, probably part of it as well. This level is straight up a ripoff of Game & Watch, the Fireman one. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, there's been a ton of games. Like, I remember playing old ones on my... uh grandfather's computer and stuff where it's just like bounce the you know babies or whatever across on the you know but uh if you miss four times if four every fourth puppy that dies then he you know berserks out. out and comes and does like 30 percent damage to you yeah so you know there's a strategy to find in there where it's like okay well i missed a puppy here oh I'm, i lost my fourth puppy Whatever, I can just let it ride. Yeah. Because I know just, it doesn't matter. You just keep doing that until eventually he'll throw a bomb out. Sometimes he throws items, flags, you know, mm-hmm. uh, other things that you want to collect. Uh, but once he throws a bomb, you want to make sure you get that over to the puppy who will then throw it back. And that'll hurt Psycho and win you the round. Yeah. And then you're on to the next round. And then the next. Yeah, there are four and rounds. Then the next. <laughs> oh, no, there's not. In this first one, there are five rounds. 
Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because I remember my heart breaking. I was like, yeah, we got to be done. <laughs> oh, I got to do another round of this. Okay. And then once you finished it, though, there's no boss. There's no nothing. You get that final bomb thrown across the field, and you get to leave this hellscape that is puppy <laughs> death. Man, okay. I I didn't really mind these levels. I thought they were just filler almost where i was like whatever just do this crap like because you lose puppies and stuff but it, it reminds me of the uh this first one not too bad the the ninja turtles uh damn level on the mm -hmm. nes where it's like you're like god i'm taking all this but it's like it doesn't really matter you can just push through because you can take at least four hits from the puppy before you would die you know assuming right. you have 100 percent life so that's 12 puppies that you can or i mean i guess even more that you can miss you know Per, uh, yeah, for the whole level. Which is fine in this first version of the stage, but we'll continue down this road later. <laughs> first, we'll move on to stage four, the Villy people. Yeah, this is a weird level. It's like a... Well, what does that name even have to do with anything? Uh, I, I I think it's a combination of village people and Celii or something. I don't know. Because it's. I think it's talking about the little... Okay, so this level takes place in a digestive tract? Sort of. I don't know. There's weird... Slash uh, pinball machine. Yes, yes. And there's like windows in the background in some parts and stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, of course, the music turns somber and weird. Mm -hmm. And you are now playing as a blind cave salamander. Yes, or blind Sally for short. And you look creepy and weird. Yeah, and the background looks really good. Like the way it's like animated and pulsates. Like I... It, it and looks gross, man. I like. I really liked it. Like the cilia or whatever you were speaking of. That is also really great, wonderfully animated. Like I feel like I've seen a lot of other games that went for this kind of aesthetic in their levels, but didn't didn't nail it like they do here. Now this was one of my best levels. That was not the side-scrolling levels because it has kind of a joust feel. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. You have to tap your button to flap your weird. Yeah, you get like, and you can like shoot. You have your little gun hanging from like your tail or something, mm -hmm. and you can shoot it a bit to. Like... But when you shoot, you can't fly, so you're falling every time you shoot. Yeah, yeah. You got to kind of plan things out a little bit. It's weird, almost or kind of solar jet manny in some respects. Mm -hmm. Now there are some uh, even stranger enemies here in the digestive system. You'll find some exploding sheep. Yeah, yeah. What was it with sheep in the '90s? I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> they're they're just so wacky, dude. I guess. And um, those Ciliad walls, they do hurt you. So if you touch them, you're out of luck. Yep, and that's yep. where the pinball pieces come in. You know, it's your standard bumpers, knock you into stuff. You can find, this is where you'll find mealworms. Okay. That you can spend when you get to the end of this at the game show. Okay, well, I apparently got mealworms then. Okay. Because uh, towards the end, it gets a little harder as you're now going through the level in a tight spotlight. Yeah. You know, and then once you get through there, you're at a red carpet. And it's real weird. You know, you can see the little ropes and stuff like you're going into a an event. And the event is a game show. You are behind a podium. A little announcer comes down and starts asking you what could be random questions, possibly questions that are in the game manual. Um, They are not in the manual, and there are a ton of them. Uh, I looked online. You can see all the answers and the questions, and there's way more than – there's like at least 50 or 60. I just guessed. Yeah, me too. Uh, right? I got one right, and then I got my second one wrong. It's that it's kind of gross because you'll see your little mealworms, you know, your, you know, tell you how many you have at the bottom right. And for each question, the mealworm goes up, goes into the meat grinder, and then the letters come out. That's how many questions you've got. Yeah. Okay. And then you just answer them to get, uh, you'll get little, you know, you'll get some armor health. Or, or health. I uh, think if you get more correct in a row, you start getting better items, but I didn't. So, and I didn't really care enough to cheat. Right. 
Well, as soon as you're done with that, the level's over. Wait, no. No, Now sir. you're playing Simon. Yeah. Repeat the sequence. You have to repeat a sequence of uh, those aforementioned bumpers that you uh, were trying to avoid. Now you have to hit them in the correct sequence, a la the old game Simon. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I think made it... it to about eight, and then I actually bumped into one of the other pieces as it flung me around. Yeah, it'll it'll bounce you all over the place if, uh, if you're not careful. But even if you lose, you get one of those... Uh, well, they're not sandwich, whatever it was. That 200% health. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, whatever. And then the level's over. You land in, like, a bedroom? Yeah, if you get all of them, you get, like, four super awesome things. I did because I totally cheated here, which I remember doing uh, when I played it the first time, where it's like, you just have someone write them down as you do it. Oh. <laughs> so I, I recruited the girlfriend. I was like, hey, just write down the, you know, we had a one, two, three, four system. So I was like, I, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> Well, once you land on the floor of that bedroom, you creepily unzip from the top of that salamander down to the bottom and step out of him as the standard earthworm gem. Yes. Your disguise of holding. So creepy. <laughs> and then as you are about to jump away, you break your board and you get picked up by a taxi. Yep, yep. That wacky taxi. Wah, wah, wah. And that taxi takes you straight on to level five. Yeah, the flying king. Yes, the Flying King, my second least favorite level of the game. This level is just too long, um, but... I really like what they're going for. You are now on an isometric third-person shooting type uh, environment. Yeah, you're scaling to like the upright of the screen. You are on your pocket rocket. Yes, I... I don't know if there were. I feel like there was. This was in Earthworm Jim One too. I believe. I don't. Th I don't feel like it was isometric though. Oh, no, I don't think as a. No, it definitely wasn't. I know what you're talking about. Right. Because like, it's like a up, mm -hmm. down. Right. I mm -hmm. just. It just seemed familiar. And um, you're on a little rocket, and I like the fact that you're a real tiny sprite. I don't like the fact that this level is really long, really hard, and has a ton of enemies in it that I, for some reason, cannot seem to avoid. At any cost. The the trick with this level is that, uh, you know, you have those like turbo arrows and stuff. So hold on. They're like rockets, kind of. What you're trying to do in this level is sh shepherd or herd a giant balloon that has dynamite hanging from it. Yeah. From one end of the level to the other. Now you can bump into that balloon to move it. But if you shoot the balloon, it will explode. Yeah. You got to be careful. So what Nick was saying was there are on the top side of the screen rockets that will send you forward and on the bottom rockets that will send you back. It's kind of a shortcut. Yeah, in case you have to go back if you blow up the balloon. Right. Or for me, you accidentally hit one and then it just throws you a couple screens out of the way. It's really far. fast. <laughs> and then you got to figure out, well, okay, how many, how far away am I from this balloon? Where am I? Do I? Is it worth it? Do I need to go back? Yeah, it's just a little weird. And, you know, the enemies in this level, you've got uh, pirate ships. Not too bad. Yeah. The UFOs, a little annoying. Yeah, yeah. The guys being thrown by catapults. Like the pigs? Oh, those are pigs? That's what I, that's what I thought, but I, I'm not sure. Either way, they had a 90% chance of hitting me. They I, have a weird arc. I did not know how to avoid these things. And once they've latched onto you, they're just a slow uh, health drain. Yeah. And you got to flip back and forth trying to wiggle, wiggle them off. Yeah, yeah. Which is great when you're trying to keep track of a balloon. Yeah. And um, move it forward. <laughs> the best, uh, this was another one that um, I knew ahead of time where I was like, the best way to beat this level is just go through the whole level and ignore the bomb. You, or just blow it up at the beginning. And you, Because mm -hmm. once you've been through the whole level, the enemies don't respawn. Then you just go back oh. to the beginning and then just hurt it through. Right. Because See, I didn't even realize that you had to get that bomb to the end. 
even though they kind of told me, I was like, well, let's see what's over here. But if you make it there and it's like, where's the bomb? And you're like, oh. Or you get close and you, the bomb blows up and you have to go to the back to the beginning. I just I just remember this specifically from, you know, getting close to the end, mm-hmm. not having the bomb, being like, God, I got to go back. And then once I started hurting it, I was like, wait, where are all the enemies? And I was like, well, oh. And that's pretty handy until right towards the end when the slimes appear. Now, the slimes themselves are enemies you can kill. But then there's these, like, waves of slime. Yeah. That's the worst part. They are, Yeah, you have to try and dodge them and they'll push your uh, bomb back as well. Right. But, you know, if you can get through all of those things, you will be at the boss of this level. Yeah, Major Mucus. Mm -hmm. And what a relief. Once you've knocked that bomb balloon near him, all you got to do is shoot it once, and you have destroyed him and completed this level. Yes, sir. And then you can move on to level six, Puppy Love 2. Puppy Love's back. Oh, my my subtitle was I Hate You. (laughs) Puppy Love 2, I Hate You. Oh, and this is more of the same, except for double the amount of puppies thrown and yeah. quicker successions and further distances apart so that you're really moving left and right now. Yeah. This there, is when it became difficult. Is is there a way, there's a way to like do a slide, right? To like baseball slide. Is there a button you can hit when oh, you're... Oh, if there is, I never knew of it. And that was, that could be part of the reason I hate these levels more than anything else. I think, because I think this was where it first, I don't know, because I, like I said, I didn't, uh. I didn't get caught too much here on these levels. I, I agree that I think three of them is a little much, and uh, they are longer than they need to be. Well, this is the one where I, I really was like, I, I'm going to have to continue here. Yeah. Because if you come into it at the wrong point with a low amount of health yeah. and not too many lives, that's it. You know, four rounds of this, it's easy to get stuck. It is. It is. Um, but, you know, hopefully you can uh, just grit your teeth and bear through this horrible, I mean, sorry, this level, <laughs> uh, and then you're treated to... Level seven, another fun side-scroller. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Another side-scrolling level. (laughs) It is the utterly abducted level. Yes. And if you thought carrying... You know, we forgot to talk about carrying the pigs around. Oh, yeah. I made a note of it, but whatever. The happy oinkers. Yeah. In level one, you uh, have to move some pigs onto some platforms to raise some things. Yeah. And and there's like a pig shooting one where you you drop the pig. Well, in this one, they repeat that with cows. They're larger. Yeah. They don't... I don't think they hinder your movement anymore. They, I mean, yeah, you still have that weird, like, it's like you move weird when you're walking with them, but your jump is unaffected. It seems, yeah, so, so I would just, like, jump like crazy. Yeah. Now, what really um, is bizarre about this level is you're not just finding cows. These are cows that are regurgitated by plants. Yeah, well, they're little cow flowers. Like, you can see right. a little cow face on it. And the other weird thing is, is you it, cannot get those cows out of order. Yeah, yeah. That really confused me because I found a flower I shouldn't have, and I spent about three minutes trying to make it bloom. Shooting at it like, come on, man. Something. <laughs> but, you know, what you need to do is you pick up one of those uh, cows, and then you got to get them to a milking shed. Yeah. But once you've picked them up, or once they've appeared, a UFO is now out and about, and it's trying to abduct them. Yeah, it's coming after you, man. So the really hardest part is when you get to the areas that have those, like, snapping stalactites or whatever yeah oh i hate it you have like a millisecond yeah they'll they'll they won't break if you're just on them but if you have a cow and you're on them then it's like you you have a very small window to get off of them again before they break so i found that in areas where there were a lot of those uh jumps i would say screw that and i would let the ufo do my work for me oh yeah so you know if you whip the ufo or the cow once it has the cow in its tractor beam it'll drop it oh so you can let it start abducting the cow then you yourself jump and run get to above it and then just wait for it to lift it all the way up from the bottom whip that nice ufo and then you didn't have to worry about 
jumping, tossing the cow, picking it up, jumping yeah, yeah. over and over again in a nightmare. That's pretty slick. Yeah. Sweet. Now, some of these cows, of course, have a fuse in their head. Yeah, they're like on fire, like looking. You have to dunk them, and you'll see these large bathtubs. Well, there's a timer in your top right showing how long you have till this cow explodes. Yeah, you got to move. And you got to move. Oh. And get them in one of those giant bathtubs to defuse them. And then at that point, you can now take them to the milking station. And it starts out with a milking station that takes one cow. Then yeah. there's um, two milking stations that take two cows. Yeah. And then three cows. And then that final one is a nightmare. It's four. No, it's only three. Oh, is it only three? It okay. is only three, but man, the gauntlet you have to like get through to get those cows is insane. Well, yeah, and it's like you have to keep doing this loop where you're like, all right, get this one, then go all the way back, and then come back around to the... Yeah, yep. you will get good at your uh, snot grapple here because you have to. Oh, yeah, there's some of the toughest parts. Like the one where there's like that little cluster of like three of them, and it's like you have to swing and then immediately do it backwards like two or three times in a row. Uh-huh. You don't actually have to do that. Oh, yeah. If you come from the right-hand side instead, then there's a platform that you can just jump. Jump up and over. And then swing from the top one. Oh, okay. I saw that, and I thought, I'm going to wait and try to do this later. <laughs> and it worked out for me. Nice. Now, there are other enemies in the level, little pink UFOs. Yeah, they're, but they're worthless. Weird, they're very easy to... Yeah, they, they just explode on contact basically and you know since this is the only the second side-scrolling level like i had you know i haven't used any of the many guns i got in the first level so i'm a huge arsenal at this point so any of these enemies are jokes yeah there are some super flying penguins they're a little erratic which can make them problems yeah yeah but again they die in one or two hits and or like three finger gun just nothing to worry about uh you do need to watch out for more of the electric chairs and uh iron maidens have been added to the party oh yeah yeah i like those where you fall into them they shut and then there's like swords like shink 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 mm-hmm. i, I just thought that was pretty funny it is it is um but they are not hard to avoid so nah. hopefully you'll never see that animation now there is no boss at the end of this level once you have uh gotten the final three cows into their milking station you just walk to the left and that's it congrats yeah. well done. done so well done that you get to move on to level eight the inflated head level. Yeah, this is a this is another weird level. You're kind of in like a steampunky looking mm-hmm. area. You know, there's lots of light bulbs, but you like inflate your head. I think it's supposed to be kind of like a circus type atmosphere as well. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Like, um, it, but uh, yeah. So the mechanic is is that you find these pumps and they will inflate your head, and then you can use two of your buttons to reinflate or deflate your head. Now the problem is you only have three stages of movement. You have rising, hovering, mm-hmm. and falling. And those are not uh, minute enough to really control the way no, I'd like to in this You're level. like toggling between you're going up and down mm-hmm. and trying to just navigate up through all these like twists and turns. And this whole level is about trying to get to the top. Yeah, and you'll have like Evil the Cat is coming out shooting like spitwads or little things at you. Or Now, those are the worst thing you can encounter because if he pops your head, you fall all the way down to the last platform you're on, which could be quite a ways down. Yeah, yeah. Now, the walls are also lined with light bulbs that you have to avoid because they will electrocute you. Yeah, and and shatter. And then towards the very end, there are uh, little cats that are being thrown up, shot up. Is that the same, or is that evil cat, or is that a different one, you think? It's a cat, I don't know. And it falls with its claws out, which will also hurt you. Yeah. But the biggest thing to note is that during this level... You look ultra creepy the entire time. Your head's all like like weird. Your face looks weird. Yeah, it is just the worst. You just look so <laughs> gross. I, I really don't like it at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then at the very end of this level, there is, again, not a boss. 
but a weird mini game. Yeah, with the boxing glove game. Yeah, which I didn't realize was a mini game at first. I just thought that was like, okay, hit this thing to end the level. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> why is it letting me continue to do this? Yeah. And then I realized that you are jumping on the classic strongman game. Hit the button on the ground see how high you can knock the thing up Mm -hmm. but on the top is a boxing glove and it hits if you're timed correctly items that will then fall into your lap yeah they're scrolling across from left to right above it and you can get uh i don't know mostly just armor stuff right that's all i seem to get but but you know once you're done boom more creepy cows and then we're at level nine iso nine thousand. yeah is that a reference to something i don't I'm guessing it's ISO, ISO, the CD-ROM type stuff, maybe? Yeah. I mean, you are now in an office, the office from hell. Yeah, it's a weird... Uh... I mean, just piles of papers, and the background's creepy. Yeah, it's all those, like, receipts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it, It's, like, newspaper-y at points. Yeah. I, I was trying to... It's a weird uh, thing, but... Oh, and if you missed carrying stuff, yeah, you uh... get to do it again. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's those globe... You know what I mean? The big. Well, it's little... a mouse and a ball. Right, right. And you need to carry that to another area to start a generator up. Yeah, it just reminds me of those ones where it's like you see the guy in a motorcycle inside a yeah, it definitely sphere looks like that. or something. You mean the sphere of death? It's, uh, it seems like it. That was my favorite part of every Ringling Brothers and Barnum & Bailey circus I went to as a child. Nice. Aren't Better they, than the clowns. Over now, right? Uh, March of this summer. Uh, if you haven't seen them yet, you probably never will. <laughs> You roam around here with lots of piles of paper. You'll see these, like, executives with executioner hoods. That's a weird enemy and, and no shirt. I don't shirt. know if you can kill them. And if you shoot them, they, like, dive back into the paper. Yeah. But then they pop up again a few moments later. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's a respawn or if it's the same guy. But either way, like, you can just avoid them for the most part. Now, what you can't avoid is my least favorite enemy of the game. The massive, the filing cabinet. The filing cabinet that I am almost 100% guaranteed to be hurt by just trying to move around they're tough like they will the the trick is they'll have certain like their third from the top uh shelf will come out and you can stand on that and then use that to as a jump boost over to jump over them or but they also do a thing where they suck everything around them into them and yeah. then they also have a move where they just kind of jump forward making one of the worst noises in video game history by mm-hmm. the way I, I don't think it's that bad and while they do that <laughs> it pummels you now here's what really sucks about them that does a fair amount of damage But if they can trap you against a wall or ledge of any size, that's an instant kill. Yeah, they can get you in a a stun lock kind of cycle. Yeah, and it is just, it's rough. They are, they're, I try to avoid them if at all possible. (laughs) But I'm guaranteed to take damage from these guys at some point in this level. And that's why I generally hate them. (laughs) Now, the last part mixes it up a little because now there are these switches you have to hit to cool down like hot plates or some sort of fireplace. But uh, there is... At the end of this level, a boss. Yeah, a, a boss that gave me way more trouble than I would <laughs> like to admit. Well, I, I, I fought him for five minutes. I believe it because it takes the door, right? Where yeah. you're chasing the, yeah, and there's all the filing. You're in a little, like, two layer, two level room. Yeah, it is a loop. It yeah. is a room with a platform that goes across it, and you can run across the top or the bottom, and there is a door in there with legs that you must now chase. Yeah. And doesn't really tell you anything except for you have to get that door. So yeah, yeah. I thought you would get that door by chasing after him. And then and then at some points he will call in one of those one of my best friends, those giant filing cabinets yeah. to be in your way. And you gotta like get around him. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not true. You well, don't have to chase this guy at all. In fact, that's not how you get him. 
When you land in this level, below you there is a giant bureau with a leg sticking out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You pick up this bureau and just put it in his path. And when, when he, he runs into it, he falls down. He falls yeah. onto the ground. Then you open him as a door and then walk downstairs through him. Yeah, yeah. And the level ends. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, this can be maddening. I took a while, too, where I was just running around. like, And eventually I'm like, what does this thing do? Like, And then you pick it up and you feel like the biggest fool. Like, ugh. Oh, well. But after that, you are rewarded with level 10. Puppy love number three. That's right. A.K.A. There is no God. <laughs> um, this is where it's just ridiculous. It's We're talking a lot of puppies. Seven man. or eight puppies at a time. You can really get bogged down. Now, the one saving grace is that you've been catching so many puppies in this game. that You've started at this point to realize the various arcs that they can go. And there's only yeah. about seven or eight that he yeah. uses. So thanks to the nonstop maddening replays of these puppy levels, you do get better at trying to figure out where they're going to land and where they're going to go from there, which definitely allows you to uh, plan your movements a little better. But once again, you're just trying to get those bombs tossed back into Psychro's uh, house, the yeah. orphanage. Yeah, some, yeah. Either way, get it done, get him dead, move on to level 11, level 8. <laughs> I know it sounds confusing, <laughs> but the name of the level is level A-T-E. And yeah, it's a delicious level, man. No, oh. this is the grossest level of all. Oh, yeah? I think so. Because you are running across realistic food, like pictures of food. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's by a... food, I mean meat, just yeah. meat. It's all like bacon, stacks of ham. There's a bunch of forks you can run into. They're no. all twisted together to make... Yeah, that and forks. And the meat is just presented in such a way that just it's kind of gross to me. I don't know. <laughs> it's just weird. Right on. Now, the other main thing about this level is that you are being chased... By yeah. a salt shaker trying to salt you. Yeah, it reminds me of the sun in Mario 3. And oh, yeah. Two. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's like it's always up there coming after you. Uh, this is a good place for homing missiles. Oh, yeah. And you can hit that salt shaker and kind of knock it away for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're also going to contend with a bunch of straws. Yeah, little yeah, bendy yeah. straws that spin around. And attack you. They are nothing, though. If you've got the three-finger shot in this level, yeah. oh, you are so golden. You're good to go. Now... You can also scare some snails out of these hiding places uh, horribly to use them as bait to distract <laughs> the salt shaker. Oh, yeah. So Murderously. As, they, as they go off to be killed, you have a few moments of uh, safety as you yeah. run forward. Otherwise, this is a pretty straightforward level compared to a lot of the other ones. It's really just more run and gun. Right. Now, I think there's a secret level you can get to. There is I a, didn't. I got there. Okay. It's oh, the, did It's you? the one secret thing I did in this game. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I can't remember where I saw... Oh, it's because I was looking at those codes. Okay, okay. And um, because I used them, that's when I started using the health code, was in the last puppy level. Oh, gotcha. Because I was like, screw I can, this. Yeah, it does get pretty hairy. I'm just going to health up and go through. I saw you roll your eyes. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, so the bonus level is uh, in the middle, there's bacon, and then three forks right next to each other in uh -huh. a pit. And you have to glide between the bacon and the left fork. Okay. And if you do... You are now in the bonus level, a.k.a. secret level 47. Oh, nice. And it's a level where you're running along and there are forks on the ceiling and on the floor, um, kind of Mario-style spikes coming up and down. Okay. So, you know, you just have to jump when the bottom ones are coming up and okay, then duck okay. when the top ones. Well, not duck, but be in the lower areas. Yeah, and then yeah. all along the path, there's tons of power-ups. 
Okay. And the longer you stay on the path, the better power-ups there are, it seems. And then what if you get, like, hurt or killed? You, you just go get back. knocked right out to the level, right where you were bef- at before, pretty much. Okay, cool. So, definitely worth it if you can. I felt like I was in Rescue Rangers, because there's, like... Yeah, very the eggs, much so. You know, you shoot some eggs, and then you can stand on those, right? Now, that's yeah. the part I love. I really like that mechanic, where it doesn't make sense, but there are eggs <laughs> over top of these hot surfaces, and if you shoot the egg it'll fall out and cook and then you can land on that cooked egg and keep running yeah without getting scorched after the eggs i'm not a huge fan of the part with the switches for like the hot plate areas yeah yeah because they're on a timer or something yeah it's weird man and like... i don't know what the deal is but i do know that there are parts towards the end where i would just take damage because i was still on that plate yeah you want to try to get off or i guess glide away if you can yeah as as quickly as you can and then at the end of this level, you have another boss. A boss that I, I just don't understand on any level. It is a weird, you are standing on a pizza. So you are in a pizza box on top of a pizza. There are three pepperonis, and those are your safe spots. Yeah. You can stand on them, and if you don't, you find yourself on any of the cheese on the pizza, it acts like quicksand. Yeah, it'll start sinking. And there's a point at which it will kill you. And yeah. it is much higher than you would expect. Yeah, you it don't. <laughs> is, it's not under the cheese. Right, right. And then you are fighting what you may think is a piece of pizza, because sometimes it looks like a triangle. Yeah, but... But it is not. It is a piece of steak. Yeah, that's what we're going to say. It's like a steak. He's like on a little plate. Mm-hmm. He's flying left and right. And that plate protects him from any um, attacks from below. And he like drops it on you as an attack sometimes. Now, right? I did find the name of this guy, because I could not beat him. And I went and looked up how to beat him. I still couldn't beat him. Okay. His name is Flaming Yawn. Oh, what? Okay. Get it? Like filet mignon? Wow. Okay, nice. That's one hell of a pun for you. That is is a high level. Mm -hmm. I like that. Level nine pun, for sure. Now, flaming yawn, uh, he takes a lot of damage. Yes. I mean, I hit him with over 30 homing missiles. Yeah, I mean, I was going through all my ammo here. Did not phase him. I don't know what it takes to kill him because this is literally where my playthrough ended. Never Uh, used the bubble gun? No, I did not I use wonder, the bubble I, gun. I don't know that it works on him. I was just thinking now in retrospect. I'm like, I wonder if this is where the it bubble gun... It probably is. Uh, because I just I just don't know what to say. I, I could not... This guy moves so fast that it's easy to get hit from above. And when he hits you, the stun animation takes a while for your character to stand back up again. And at that point, he's already moved on. Yeah. He's in another area to hurt you, shoot his well, flame breath at you. It's This guy is tough because you just have to... like. In a shooter where it's like, stop trying to hit him, just p- concentrate on not getting hurt, and then eventually you can start sneaking in attacks, but I don't know what... I used, like, all my guns. Like, I was just going all oh, through, yeah. like... I was spamming that refill ammo and that refill health uh, code. And at one point, I was just like... It, I wasn't dying. I was just like, I'm done. I'm bored. Like, <laughs> I've been doing this for I don't know how many minutes. I mean, I did die, and then I'd start again. But I just... After, you know... Uh, the... 10 minutes of that, I was I was pretty much done. I got you. But it's... if you can persevere, you can really hammer on this flaming yawn. Yeah. You can defeat him. Nick did. Yeah, and then you get to the, the final level. Yeah, and that's the worst part. I watched a video to make sure I could finish this review, and I was yeah. like, I was right there. Yeah, the last level is one of the easier ones. Like It, it is. It is level 12. See Jim run? Run, Jim run. And, uh, yeah, you're racing with Psycho to get to uh, the princess. What's her name? And it is a really beautiful level. 
Yeah, and it plays some good. Uh, I think it's the coolest looking level of the game. Like those black hole things in the background. Yeah, and it's got it plays Moonlight Sonata is like the the music and which uh, is a killer tune. Yeah, yeah, and you uh, it can be kind of tough because you know there's like little uh, doors that close that you got to blow up mm-hmm. or different other things. Um, Apparently, uh, no, he it only takes one hit if it. you've got that super gun. Oh yeah, yeah. According to the playthrough I was watching. Okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, and then you know it's a lot of. Up and down running, clearing those doors. You can stun him if you shoot him. Yeah, and there's like little, uh, there are these like turbo boost things that you run into and it'll shoot you over to the right. Uh, and there's even a couple shortcuts you can take by uh, sometimes grappling across. It's cool because it's like you're both racing. Sometimes you're on the same path. Sometimes it's like he's in the background, you're in the foreground, and yeah, vice I'm, versa. This is the best looking level of the game, hands down. Mm. And at the very end of it, though, are you ready for your big showdown with Psycho? You might think so. But you would be wrong. No, this is another, another non-boss, man. You made it. You know, that's kind of lame, though. A non-boss on the final level? Well, I mean, I like bosses, so, I mean, I would like bosses in all the levels, but, uh, <laughs> you know. Indeed. Now. It's subverting expectations. I guess. You defeat Psycho because you have gotten there first. I think you make him take a taxi somewhere else because that's what you do. Because the sprite was already made for that taxi. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, you, you win back the heart of the princess, so says the narration. Yeah. And then you and her and Psycho are there at the final final screen. Yeah, you yeah. You get a little text about what happened. And then at the very end of it, yeah. she turns into a cow. Yeah, well, she unzips. Yeah. The cow comes out, and it's like, wah, wah, and then it restates the story, and it's like, you did it to rescue the cow, and then it's like, Psycho does it, and then it's like, you defeated the cow to rescue the cow, and then you do it, and it's like, they were all cows. Oh, so crazy and wacky. Wah, wah. And then you are treated to a nice full credit sequence, and yeah. this is a beautiful credit sequence. You yeah. get the theme song again, and you get nice little, like, um, 16-bit versions of the sketches. Yeah, yeah. Like pencil sketches of Jim and how he'd be moving and stuff like that. Guessing concept art type stuff. Yeah, it looks really cool. And it's a nice touch that I kind of wish I could have seen in other parts of the game. Maybe as other level interstitials. Maybe replace those creepy cows with it. (laughs) I don't know. But either way, it is a nice fitting end to such a strange and wacky game. Yes. Ammo! Groovy! Well, here we are in the review portion of the podcast. And, of course, we always use the classic Nintendo Power Review System, which scores across four categories, with each category having a review score between 0 and 5. Starting with graphics and sound. Ah! Well, Nick, I gave this game a 2.5. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I gave it a 4. I said the sprites and the animations are great, but the backgrounds and sound effects are not not that great at all and the music while okay is often just annoyingly monotonous it repeats too much i thought the music was not very it it just like blended in the background it was more like atmospheric you know what i mean like well the only times i noticed it was when it became annoying i see i i was never annoyed by it so i was just i don't know it was there fair enough but uh i really like the sound effects especially all the voices okay now let me take that back I consider the voices to be separate from the sound effects for some bizarre reason, and those are great. Okay. The sound effects were the part I didn't like. I didn't like the the shrillness of some of the explosions and the weird sounds and the gratingness of those giant... uh, Man, I... I, Whatever the... the Filing cabinets? Filing cabinets. Yeah. They just really got on my nerves. Fair enough. Uh, I didn't... Yeah, those are all things that didn't... 
I didn't really notice them either way. I just really liked, uh, especially the sprites and the animation, like... Yeah, the animation is what saved this one for me. And the, like in the Peter Puppy levels, Puppy mm -hmm. Loves, like the background, the way it scrolls, it kind of... Uh, left and right like if you look that fountain and stuff around it like it yeah, scales the, really the house, well yeah the house the puppies are in and the, the whatever dog they have like dimensionality to them and yeah even the animations of that puppy being held out the window it's so fluid and it it is a work of it's art the way he's animation. moving yeah it looks like yeah but uh so yeah i mean i thought it looked good but there's a lot of areas that were just just there mm-hmm I think we're going to vary again on this next topic, and that right. is that of play control. Um, I just gave it a 2.5. Okay, then we're not that far apart. <laughs> I gave it a 2.0. Okay. Um, I said there's so much to do, but so little use for most of it. Like, you have this great moveset, but you barely have any reason to use most of them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the real difference between shooting something and whipping it is, mm -hmm. you know. Or, you know, you get eight directional shot, which I like, but I thought the snot was hard to use, so... And we didn't mention earlier, when you shoot, you can't move. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of that mechanic. But then on top of that, once you really get used to the controls and you feel comfortable, you're moved on to a new control scheme. And, oh, and a lot yeah. of those are for one level only. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You and, can have a lot of different things. And those one stages that only have the controls for that one stage, I just felt like a lot of times they weren't as spot on as I would like. I could see that, yeah. Well, I know we're going to have some different opinions on this category, all Nick. Right, all right. And that is the challenge factor. Yeah. Um, I gave it a 3.5. Oh. Okay, good. <laughs> Earlier we talked, and you really made this game seem like it was a walk in the park for you. So no, I mean, I maybe it was just that I knew what I was getting into more. Yeah, well, I uh, gave it a four okay. point five. I mean, it's I could possibly back this down to a four point oh now that I understand the continue system a little better. Yeah, and the passwords, and the fact helped, that there's passwords. Or, yes, that yeah. I never had. Well, yeah, if you have to, that that's one that I wouldn't have known if it wasn't in the manual. Because you're yeah. just like, what are these things I'm getting? I don't care. Uh, but that's basically I like, where I was at. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know what this square does, but it doesn't seem to do much. So I said, you know, this game was so hard and confusing. Um, also continues question mark, but I guess that question has been answered. The real thing for me was that I barely knew what to do a lot of the time. I'd never played this before or watched anyone play it. So right. the goals were really unclear to me. Yeah, in certain level, I mean... Especially in the side-scrolling levels where it's just like, where do you go? What do you do? It is kind of tough, but for the most part, they're like, they're not really like deadly. Like you no. have the ability to, you know, you can, it's just like you get sick of being, you're like, I don't know. It looks know? worse than it is. And then my final note uh, as to why I gave it the 4.5 is just two words, puppy love. Uh. Well, our final category is theme and fun. Um, I, I give it a 3.5. I gave it a 2.5. Oh. oh, I thought okay. about a five. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. You know, it sounds more fun now that I talk about it, but. Well, I mean, it's uh, for me, a lot of it. I mean, I guess sort of part of it's like nostalgia, but, uh, you know, it does. It's a it's a very weird, like slice of the 90s. Like, mm -hmm. you know, um, so I like that. And, you know, I can see what they were going for a lot of the time. I just wasn't really feeling it. You know, uh, it was just so odd that they didn't go all the way with some of their concepts. Like, I felt like, you know, maybe if I had two levels of that flying thing, yeah. you know, and each one was half the length, that would have been a little more fun. Or I can see a lot of the levels felt like there's just uh, a little long for what they offer. Definitely. But uh, I, w and I would have liked more, you know, the side-scrolling actual levels. Agreed, because that is what really makes Earthworm Jim shine. Like, this is like, to me, it's like, if you look at Battletoads, and this is like another step, it's better. 
but I'm like, you're not quite there to where it's all super aw- You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe one day we'll get that, that final third step in the evolution. Who knows? <laughs> well, Nick, at the end of every show, I have to ask. You're, legally, you have to. It is required by law. Should you play this game? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes, but you probably should cheat or at least be aware that you can get passwords or just come back to it. I, it's not a game that I would want to just like plow through in like two days or something because right. it'll get old. And it did. And that's why I said no. Oh, I'm I thought sorry. you might. I thought you might. You know, I say watch a video. There's a lot of really crazy, fun, cool things in this and a lot of weird, wacky things that you really just want to see. You don't really yeah. need to experience. I can see that. Uh, if you've got a friend that remembers this game fondly, sit them down on the couch next to you, watch them play. You will have more fun than them probably. And then on top of that, you know, if you are going to play this, like Nick said, use codes. There's a ton of codes. There's so many codes. Like, we didn't Code even out. touch, like, the, I mean, I feel like they knew what was up. After the first one, they're like, we're going to release this game. There's going to be tons of codes in it. And and the codes are accessible during the pause menu. So you can just layer them as much as you want. You don't got to wait till you start over at the beginning. You're feeling it. Throw in a code. P.S. Code. Next week's game will be Skate or Die for the NES. So grab your controllers, find a copy of this game any way you can, and play along, friends. And if there's anything we missed at all, stuff we got wrong, stuff you wish we would have mentioned, just let us know at cartridgecommand@gmail.com, and we'll bring it up next week, maybe. And now it's time for the oldest of podcast traditions. <laughs> Please follow us on Facebook at Cartridge Command. Check us out on the Twitterverse at Cart Command. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever the heck it is you listen to podcasts on. Tell a friend, please. That's that's what grows our audience and makes our Cartridge Commando army strong. Yes. But of course, we cannot thank our wonderful patrons on Patreon enough. Because it is you who make this show possible. It is your financial support that gets us space on the internet. Gets Nick out of his city into my city. Yeah, yeah it's a rare occasion where it's good to be patronizing. And you know what? You can patronize us all you want. But as always, Cartridge Commandos, game on! Is that a daily alarm? Yeah. I was going to say, because I was like... Is that 10.35? Oh, here it is. I can't figure out how to turn it off. It's all good. (laughs) Sooner or later, this will probably just end up in the garbage. Because I also can't figure out how to get the battery out of it. It did cost me a whole $3, and it was... Took like four weeks to get here from China, so. Oh, well. It served its purpose. Take her out behind the wood, shit. Well, it was a great prop stopwatch that apparently works too well. (laughs) 